You're listening to In Her 30s with me, Taryn Sowa. Welcome to the first show of In Her 30s. Today, I really thought a good first episode would be for me to talk about my business journey and how I got to where I am today because it is not, it was not, still is not, I would say, a smooth journey. And I took a lot of risks that were scary and I did not know what the outcome was. So just like me starting this show, I don't necessarily know where I want this to go. I have no idea what it's going to turn into, but I learn by doing Now, like I said, I am a podcast producer now, and I help my clients launch their show and create and manage their show, you know, ongoing, but I haven't fully been in the shoes of being the host. So I'm really learning from a different side of the table by doing my own show. You know, I know all of the strategy behind it and all those things, but I've never truly sat in the shoes of the host. So here I am doing that. But I really want to back up. Like I said, I want this episode to be about my business journey and how I got to where I am today. So hey, I'm Taryn. I am a podcast manager and producer. I've been running my business now for four years. Four whole years. I work from home. I actually just recently turned myself into an employee of my own business, which is pretty freaking cool. I also just recently got us health insurance. Like, just blows my mind. Okay, so I'm going to back up all the way into college. And when I went to college, I knew exactly what I was going for. I wanted to go through the physical therapy assistant program through a college here in our town. And I knew that when I was a senior, I had tested pretty well in school and graduated with a really high GPA. And so the college that I was looking into actually gave me a half off scholarship to go. And it was in our town. So I got to stay home and I did some research into the programs they had, found the physical therapy assistant program. And upon research of looking like, do I want to go all the way to PT? Do I just want to start like as a PTA? PTA really felt like the best option for me, knowing later I could pursue further if I wanted to. And if there was more of a recognition eventually of the pay that a, a PT would get versus PTA. So yeah, signed up, went to college, did the thing, got in, did clinical rotations. And I really did not like it at all. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I loved learning. I'm definitely someone who is a lifetime learner. I love learning new things. But the whole time going through college, it wasn't because I liked it. It was because I felt I had to. You know, my mom gave up so much for me and for my life, for me to have a different life for her than her. So I felt like I had to go to college. I had to succeed. I had to get a job. I had to do what you were supposed to do at ages you were supposed to do them. And I did. I graduated and I moved to Chicago and got a job right away. 
I think graduated on Friday. I'm not even graduated. I didn't go to graduation. I literally ended classes officially on Friday and then started my job pretty soon. So I had gotten a job at a company that was starting to kind of franchise some of their locations and I didn't like it. Again, I knew like as soon as I started working, I hated it. And that's when I can really pinpoint anxiety starting in my life. But to me, I blamed it on, you know, just my age. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm 21. You know, it's just hard to transition out of out of your house. And now I'm living on my own and I have a big girl job. Like this is just what you're supposed to feel. And when I look at my parents, love them to death, I have nothing bad to say there, but when I look at them, I see them at jobs that maybe don't 100% make them happy, but it's a job. They know they have to go. They they get the money. They provide for their family. And so that's what I was doing. That's what I saw my parents do. And so that's what I did. You pick something, you do it. You might not necessarily like it. doesn't matter. So I ended up doing physical therapy for about seven years in Chicago, and I just the whole time. It, it never got easier for me. If anything, my anxiety grew and grew and grew. And to the point where there were times when I remember on a Monday going in and seeing my schedule and how busy it was, I would literally cry in the closet and have a panic attack and call my, you know, he was probably my fiance at the time, um, husband, whatever, just unable to do it. And I just remember questioning him, like, do you hate your job? Because I loved the people I worked with and I could do my job, but I hated almost every second of it. I could not wait to go home. And then I would go home, make some pasta, drink some wine and watch Netflix. And it was just repeat, repeat, repeat. What ended up happening, you know, there is my husband and I ended up getting pregnant, planned pregnancy with our first. And that was like my first kind of aha. Like here we are about to bring a kid into the world. And I'm so unhappy, so unhappy. I didn't know what to do. So, you know, the aha that came to me was like, you know what? I am going to start saving all my money and I am going to take time off. I want to try to take a full year off, be home with my new baby. I really couldn't fathom sending my kid to daycare. Nothing wrong with daycare. They do go now. But I just, I couldn't understand. I'm like, why am I going to send him to daycare so I can go to a job that I don't like and then come home and feel like I have no time with him? So my husband reluctantly agreed with me and we ultimately too decided to move from Chicago and move back to our hometown. So it would be more affordable for us, um, for me to only, um, for me to be off for a whole year. That way we would only depend on his income. So at the time, like we had him and I quit my job. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I actually transferred my license, my physical therapy license to Michigan because I thought, you know, maybe I'll go back part-time. Maybe it'll be better part-time. If Jeremy, my husband, could get, you know, 
a well-paying job and I would only need to work part-time to be able to cover some of our finances. That kind of felt like maybe it was the option. And about four months in of being home with my little guy, I was just starting to get bored and I was starting to get anxiety again. That anxiety started trickling in just at the thought of returning to physical therapy. You know, like quitting my job, having our son, anxiety was gone, gone. And then the thought of even going back started bringing back old Taryn. And so I'm like, gosh, you know, I need to do something. I I can't go back into that. Like, what can I do from home, part-time, you know, in between naps and at night, in the morning, so I can be with my child, but still bring in money, right? So there was a few things I tried in that time. Gosh, I think I tried to do like transcription, which... Okay, you tried to do that with a four, five, six-month-old. You know, he was at that time still still taking a short nap. So I was like trying to do – it was horrible. Nope, failed, and the pay was not good. So ditched that idea. Um, I started looking into just other work-from-home jobs, and a lot of them required you to be, you know, working a set time. You know, you're answering phones or, you know, you need to be there at a certain time. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to work either. Like nothing felt like it was going to be a good fit. And with my degree, my degree was solely as a physical therapist assistant. It wasn't in anything else. So I didn't really see how it would translate to anything else. And what ended up happening, I don't even remember fully how it happened. I landed on a podcast about becoming a virtual assistant. So you better believe it. I binged the crap out of that. And so funny now in hindsight here, it was a podcast that led me this. So just hold hold on. We'll, we'll throw that thought in the backseat. <laughs> Keep going. But listen to this podcast and listen to other moms just like me starting their own business, which was flexible, assisting online businesses. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I found a course pretty quickly And it taught you some skills of like some social media management things. So took that course. Again, think about it on a Friday. Had my first client that Monday. Because I, of course, you know, I binge watched that course that whole weekend. And I remember my family being like, what in the world are you doing? Like, what? where did you found this client? You guys, on Craigslist. It was a guy who was local-ish to me looking for someone to help manage his email inbox. My husband had found it online. He was looking on Craigslist. And so I applied and got a call, got interviewed, was hired right there on the spot. And my family was like, don't send him any money. Don't give him any of your private information. And, you know, of course I didn't. But I just knew. Like, I weirdly knew this was the path. I'm like, this is the fit that I have been looking for. So started that, gosh, $15 an hour. I think I started off at maybe 10 hours a week, but it was money. I was learning so many cool skills in the online space, but here's how I knew it was a perfect fit because this client that I started working with actually sold knee pain exercises and routines to older people. And what 
really got me the job was I was like, hey, I'm actually a licensed PTA. I know all about knee pain. It'll be so easy for me to manage your inbox and the questions you get because I have so much experience in this. So I was able to then take my skills and bring it into the online world pretty seamlessly. So I did that for about a year and a half solely just working with that first client. And I kept taking on more things. I kept taking on more tasks, learning more and more. And my income was raising. And what I had started to see in the online space, I'm like, wow, there's so much you can do working from home. So that really led to different iterations of my business. I tried out doing Pinterest management for a few clients, ended up learning I did not like it, so slowly let those clients go. I then did some Facebook group management. I worked with an amazing client who ran a business helping people um, do online summits and events, and I worked with her for a little while. I started working with a client who needed some help running her business where she taught people who made handmade crafts how to like open up their own store and run their own business online. And it just like kept leading to these other things where then two and a half years in, I decided I'm like, okay, I'm way more than a virtual assistant. I'm not a social media manager. I really love running the back end of businesses and I ultimately decided I wanted to become an online business manager. Again, just like I did, you know, when I started becoming a VA, I found a course that taught me more so how to do that. And I got into that course and I'm like, wait a second, I am doing all of this stuff already for my clients, but I'm not calling myself a business manager. I keep calling myself this virtual assistant, but I'm so much more than that. So that course really gave me the oomph to be like, heck yeah, I'm an online business manager, which also means that I get to raise my rates. So that was a really big turning point for me. I then ultimately started marketing myself as an online business manager. And by marketing, I mean, I just started to apply to positions that I saw. I don't think I once marketed my services like online anywhere. And to this day, I am still actually an OBM for two clients. So I had gotten to the point where I think I had four, at one point I actually had six OBM clients and that was way too much. So dropped down. I had it at like four, felt really good for a little while. Again, I started just feeling a little burnt out with that. It felt like too much. And then I dropped down to three, did that for a little while and then dropped down to two. And I still managed two online businesses and I really enjoy it. I love being in the back end. I love how people, you know, grow their business and help manage the team that's supporting them. So I do that. However, I don't take any more clients as that anymore because what happened this summer, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm burning out with running this many businesses. And granted, the money was good, but I was tired. You know, even though the positions with these clients were, you know, part-time, mentally, I felt like I was a lot of time taking on full-time loads. And being in that many businesses, I just didn't have the energy for it. So I kind of sat back and I'm like, gosh, you know, what am I going to do to continue to grow my business in a way that feels good, in a way that I can be home 
with my kids. I can find time to, you know, support my husband and whatever he's got going on. Find time for myself even. Gosh. And again, I decided to enroll in a course, which ultimately led to me realizing I love managing podcasts. I've been doing that for my OBM clients and didn't really put two and two together. That that was a like siloed service that I could offer to people. So I kind of went through the course. The course was not about how to manage podcasts. It was more about like, you know, growing your business. So I'm like, okay, I have all of these skills that I've learned being an online business manager. I know how to launch this business. And I launched it like soft launched it in October of 2022. And it has blown up since then. And I don't say that to, to brag about that. But to me, how I take that, it's like, gosh, it feels so in alignment for me. I love processes and systems. I enjoy being an OBM, but here's a way that I'm able to bring it into another service that doesn't feel as draining to me. And again, doing online business management work, I don't mean draining in a bad way, but again, I only have so much energy for that. Whereas managing podcasts and shows, gosh, I absolutely love it. It lights me up. And it's really been a big, you know, journey for me over these last four years of running my business. And I can proudly say that that nagging, deep, anxiety that I used to feel is gone. And don't get me wrong, I still have anxiety. I still struggle with that because I feel like just the lives we live right now, everything is fast and go, go, go. And we're always being marketed to where we feel like we need more and more. There is general anxiety, but that just soul-sucking anxiety that came to me because I was doing something I thought I should be doing is gone. I now run a business that feels good to me, feels in alignment, excites me. And I get to work with women who are making a big impact on their audience. So I feel like I'm making a huge impact because through all these shows, there's different people that I am then able to impact from it. So yeah, that's my business journey. I get a lot of people that ask because they're like, what do you do? I don't even know what you do. And I don't know if I've made it look easy that I've just grown this, but it it definitely has not been easy. But holy crap, has it been so darn worth it. Thanks for hanging out and listening in. I would totally love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at Taryn.Soa. See you over there.